Hey everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Spock to my Captain Kirk. Live long and prosper. I'm Chris. <laughs> and that was a lot better than the, than the last take. Anyways, uh, awesome. we are Amazing Fantasy Football. We are here to bring you some uh, matchup advice and everything. It is the start of playoffs in a lot of in a lot of leagues, at, le at least in the twelve team of bigger leagues. Yep. Um, in some smaller leagues, uh, maybe your playoffs don't start till next week. But I mean, it's do or it's definitely do or die time this week. If that's yeah. the case, same difference. I mean, yeah. in the I think in the two 10-team leagues that we're in together, the playoffs are actually starting this week, which I'm fine with. We've gone Correct. over that before. Meaning we're not playing um, in week 18, just to just to get that out of the way. Or yeah. 17. We're not playing in 17 either? Nope. What? Yep. That doesn't sound right. Anyway, we'll, we'll, I'll look into that. That's 100% correct. Oh, wow. That's dumb. Who said that? Me? <laughs> and me! <laughs> Anyway, anyway, yeah, it's the first, yeah, it's the first year of the, the 17 game season. It's fine. We've gone over this before. Whatever. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Mistakes, mistakes will happen. Uh, wrong choices will happen. It's fine. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I'd prefer to play up until the final week. That you would prefer uh, to play up through the penultimate week of the season of the regular season. Penultimate. What a great. Yes, I love that word. That vocabulary. Yeah, it's a good word. It's a good word. <laughs> I love it. Sounds so grandiose. Anyways, like I said, we are amazing fantasy football. Chris is doing good. Josh is. How are you doing, Josh? How are you doing, my friend? I'm I'm doing all right, Chris. I'm I'm a little tired. I'm adjusting to a new work schedule, so it's um. Right. Oh, that on top of the fact that I found out this week, I kind of knew this already, but it doesn't really matter when I go to bed. I just get five hours of sleep, and that's about it. Like I, it's impossible for me to sleep more than five hours. Um, go out and go out drinking, get, get, uh, get a little inebriated, five hours of sleep. Um, go to bed at nine, wake up five hours later. That's two in the morning for those keeping, uh, track. And I am up until I go to work. Ugh. So yeah, five hours of sleep. No Anyways, what. uh, we got some matchups. We've got some big, big news, big news, um, big news, ground, ground shattering, you know, World ending shake the news. bowels of the earth the bowels of the earth. Did I say that right? I think I did. Is the earth pooping? It could. <laughs> as far as the climate goes, yes. Uh, Chris, if <laughs> volcano erupts, is that the earth pooping? So what was the first part of the statement? If what? If, the, if a volcano erupts, is that the earth pooping? I think it is. I think it's a different bodily function, but I'd rather not get into that with you. <laughs> I think it's pooping. Anyways. Um. I so have kids because you know what phrase that reminds me of? There's this dumb cartoon like on YouTube, etc. And it's like, the floor is lava. And that's all I think about when you made that statement. So I was mm. like, that's funny. I see. We can cut Anyways. all this. Anyways. Cool. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's move on with the show before we get into what other bodily functions the earth might be performing is rain or sneezing me. is it sneezing or is the rain or is it is the earth crying when it rains it's crying it's definitely i crying. said we weren't going to do this anyways uh <laughs> chris do you want to start the matchup or you want me to i want to carry on the the, the well, not tradition but the uh rhythm of starting yes okay um, go ahead start with the uh, patriots at colts uh, the Patriots are going to be uh, pretty oh, quick. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Before Let's you go. get um, um, 
So we have a Thursday night that's go- a Thursday night game that's literally going on as we speak right now. The Chiefs and the mm-hmm. Chargers. Mm-hmm. As we're recording this, Chiefs mm-hmm. Chargers. Why we decided to record during Thursday night football? We're idiots. Don't question us. Um, Huge but idiots. what I wanted, to, what I was interrupting Chris for, is that there's two Saturday night games this week, and there's also two Saturday night games next week as well. So make sure right. that you take those players out of your flex position. Saturday night games or Saturday. Well, the, I think the 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 the, um, the Raiders and and Browns game is in the afternoon, and the Colts and Patriots is at night. I don't remember which. One's in the one's in the late afternoon. No one's at night. Anyways, Saturday night games. Go. All right, I will go now. Hopefully, the mic didn't pick up what just happened. We're great to go. On to the Patriots and Colts. Wait, 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 wait. He's just messing with me now, folks. I know I am. Uh, the Patriots be kind of quick. Um, I'll be up front. I did not include quarterback, receiver, or tight end for the Patriots. We'll just get straight to the running backs. Uh, Damian Harris is nursing a hamstring injury that occurred in the first half of the Pats' Week 13 game. Uh, they Fact. were on a bye last week, as a reminder to you. Listening at home, uh, Harris and Brendan Bolden with an issue uh, both logged a limited session Wednesday. Barring a setback, he should play. Now, Indy is good versus uh, running backs. Uh, they're giving up the seventh fewest uh, fantasy points allowed to the position. But I honestly think Stevenson is the higher ranked player if Harris sits. With Stevenson eating into Harris's work a bit, uh, I like Harris as a flex this week. It's fine, uh, like three stars uh, for Harris. But uh, Stevenson is more of a desperate PPR play. If Harris plays, I'm going to give him two stars. But if Harris sits, I like Stevenson to have a great day. Four stars. That's it for the Patriots. Wait, 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 On to the Colts. Wait, wait. Yeah, go wait, ahead. Wait, go ahead. Wait, wait. I just uh-huh. wanted to clarify. Harris gets what if he plays? Three stars, like a top thirty-six, but like a flex. Stevenson gets four stars if. Yeah, yeah. Against the Colts. Against the Colts, yeah. good run defense. Yeah, I don't know. I'm and you're going to completely dismiss Hunter Henry? Oh, has he been Colts good? Are, uh, yeah, um, he's been okay, and the Colts are giving up the the, uh, the sixth most points to, to tight ends. If you're a playoff team and you're playing Hunter Henry, I'd be a little worried. But I like I don't him. know, man. Have I like we, the how, depth. How many times like, have we gone over how bad tight ends are this year? Exactly. I was just going to say, I like number one, I like the depth of analysis. Number two, we're talking about tight ends here. So, no, absolutely. Throw Hunter Henry out there. My apologies. I, I really hammered home on the running backs here. Didn't really give things a second thought. Um, and Mac Jones, you're not starting Mac Jones. I mean, exactly, he would be an exactly okay like mm-hmm. streamer in a really big league. But other than that, no, no. I like them in real life. I do. I think they've got something there. But anyway, uh, so that's For the Patriots. Sure. Uh, again, right. re- just to refresh your memory, Harris is straight up three stars if he plays. Stevenson gets two stars if Harris plays. If Harris is out, I'm getting Stevenson an entire star more with four stars. Uh, that math doesn't I, add I, up, but okay. I, I think he's got something. And I, I've got him in I've got both of them in multiple leagues, so I... Uh, I've got him in so he's the yeah, best player just, in the world. Yeah, well, I don't have Stevenson in dynasty so it's like what does it really matter i didn't make the playoffs anyway hey onward and upward to the colts uh carson wentz has averaged only 12.17 fantasy points the last four weeks and two of those games were versus bad teams and division opponents in the jags and texans to make matters worse the patriots are among the best pass defenses giving up the second fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position and the third fewest passing yards in the league i am benching carson wentz 
onto the star. Jonathan Taylor uh, was red hot before the bye, bye week oh. and leads the NFL in total touchdowns with 18, just ahead of James Conner and Austin Eckler, who's Damn. playing right now. Yeah, really? It's, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, I like Eckler's balance better, though. He's got like, now I'm going to get it flip-flopped. Nine rushing touchdowns, seven receiving, or vice versa. I really can't remember. I think it's probably nine and seven. Just great players, man. Very good players. Anyway, uh, we're talking about Jonathan Taylor here. Uh, he is in your lineup regardless. You don't need me to tell you that. The Patriots are about middle of the road uh, in yards and fantasy points surrendered uh, to the running back position. Uh, coming off a late bye week, I like Taylor to carry teams through the fantasy playoffs. However... The Patriots are known for uh, stopping the opposition's best option and forcing other offensive components to beat them. Still, 4.5 stars, uh, stars for the MVP candidate, Jonathan Taylor. Honestly, it's probably... I know maybe half a star off of a five-star rating isn't... No, I, I got much. you. No, no, I get you know it. I, I mean? get it. Like, you you got to play the guy, yeah. So, on to the... Uh, Pittman uh, is the only passing option I'm going to talk about here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he has looked pedestrian during Wentz's bad four-game streak, and uh, it will affect his rating in this one. Uh, versus an elite pass defense, and given Wentz's struggle lately, I'd rather look elsewhere. I'm going to give two stars to Michael Pittman and leave um, the rest of the passing I'm, options alone. I, what I was going to say is I think Carson Wentz has been bad for fantasy, but in real life, he's been okay. Fair. Like a like, two-touchdown. Much better of... real-life quarterback than fantasy quarterback. Like like a, yeah. like your Mac, Mac Jones. Well, he's, got a great de- he's got a great defense and a, an amazing running back, so... You know, yeah. he, 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 he was managing that Eagles team. Actually, he was playing at an MVP level that year. He was playing amazing with that Philly team. The Colts just need more pass catch, better pass catching weapons to really help Carson yeah. Wentz. Yep. That's, really? that's their main problem. So yep. go out and get Allen Robinson, Indianapolis Colts. I love you forever. I don't know if that's your guy, but okay. Better than what they got. That's fair. Only if you can get him cheap AF. But anyway, you are up next. Anyways, sir. I'm gonna, we're going to go on to the other Saturday game now, uh, which is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. Or should I say the Las Vegas Raiders at the Cleveland COVID cases? Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Sorry. <laughs> uh, did, uh, did you have anything? Don't know where I, I was going with that. So. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start with Derek Carr, who I'm pretty much, uh, I mean... That's for time's sake. Just skip over Derek Carr. It wasn't a good game for him last week. Excuse me. And are you going to really I mean, uh, start Derek Carr? A against 12, a... Is he a top 12 guy for you? No. No. Yeah, exactly. So unless you're talking super flex, let's, let's move on. Let's move on to Josh Jacobs. So I haven't given three stars to Josh Jacobs. Like the rest of the Raiders Ooh. offense last week, uh, Sands, Hunter, Renfro were pretty pitiful. Yeah. They really were. Wow. They yeah. got, uh, they mm-hmm. got, um, they just got schooled. They got they got down down so quick so early that they were just forced to throw the ball. Um, can he have a bounce back week this week against the Browns? Perhaps. I'm I know I'm kind of riding the fence on this one, but Jacobs has been pretty touchdown dependent. Actually, he has only three games with more than fifty rushing yards, and only one game with more than forty receiving yards. So three mm-hmm. stars for Mister Josh Jacobs, for a guy that I was kind of um, I was warm on, not hot. Not in love, but kind of, kind of, sort of. You, you didn't know, want to spend like, a first rounder on him, but I think you'd have gone in the second. Any, you know, I was, I was kind of, I, I liked Josh Jacobs more in the third in uh, pre-draft, okay. Okay. but I was off by about a round. Um, fair, fair. Yeah, I, I, he hasn't really been that good this year, and I'm not no, going to really look for no, him. No. I'm not going to really look for him anywhere before the fourth the next year, or yeah. Uh, Hunter Renfro, um, Chris. So we were supposed to go after Hunter Renfro when Darren Waller got injured, not. 
uh, what's his face? Um, Foster, uh, Foster Moreau. Moreau, his yeah, and I kind of stopped there with Hunter Renfro because he had a pretty good game last week. It was all in garbage time, but hey, I mean, garbage time started in like the yeah, second half of score? the first quarter, like nine points or something. Like I looked at Renfro, and, and he had a good game score. last, and he had a good game uh, two weeks ago too. Yeah, that well, would be Hunter Renfro. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Baker. Baker has COVID, I guess. Um, the entire Browns offense has COVID, more or less. Not Nick Chubb. He's already had it. Um, <laughs> tune back in on Sunday for the Sunday stream where we go through for last-minute injury. Right here on YouTube. Um, uh, I, I'm sorry, on YouTube. So tune in the Sunday stream on YouTube on the Amazing Fantasy Football channel where we have last-minute injury um, news, um, lineup questions, um, asking for a friend. That's kind of part of the lineup questions. Um, just general chit chat. We kind of BS about stuff and whatever, and you know, just general jocularity uh, that kind of started that starts with fantasy football and ends with. Yeah, it's definitely a loose. It's um, definitely a looser show. Let's put it that way. Uh, yes, uh, and a lot of structure to it. Anyways, uh, so Kareem Hunt here. He is questionable with an ankle. He is, uh, according to Adam Schefter from ESPN, Hunter uh, Kareem Hunt is considered week to week. Uh, that's not good, man. That's not good. Uh, Monday morning thing, yeah. head coach Kevin Stefanski said that Hunt is unlikely to play Saturday. Remember, it's a Saturday game. Um, so, yeah, um, let's just call Kareem Hunt out. But that's just we're going to cover Kareem Hunt here just real quick. Nick Chubb, the last two games, both weirdly against Baltimore. This is the only time it's ever happened. They weren't back-to-back weeks, but nope. there was Baltimore by week, Baltimore for the Browns and Ravens. Um First oh, yeah. time that's ever happened, Chris. Uh, Which anyways, is dumb. I, I they don't were, mind they were the, bad. like, they were, I don't mind having yeah, a yeah, no between. I think it was like, more of a logistics thing for the NFL schedule yeah, than anything yeah. else. They, mm-hmm. Anyways, um, they were bad. They were bad for Nick Chubb. His fantasy points, they were, they're all over map this season. The Raiders giving up the third most points to RBs this season. So four and a quarter stars to Chubb. For a guy that I was like, maybe you should consider him as number one uh, at your number one pick. May I interject? Do you, do, do you think he's healthy? No, I think I think he's a little yeah. banged up. You know, I, honestly, I don't remember his injury off the top of my head, meaning the injury that sidelined him for a while. Um, Actually, ankle. I think I think the entire Browns offense is really banged up, and that starts with their quarterback that goes to their offensive line. Well, and then there's COVID. That goes to the running backs. That, that goes, sure. to, goes to their wide receivers. I mean, I, I, COVID aside, I think the entire team is just okay. pretty banged okay. up and Understood. has the injury Understood. bug. So... Yeah. So like like real um, NFL talk real quick in the playoffs they're they're holding on by a thread probably but go ahead yeah let's move on to Harrison Bryant as of writing this David and Joku and Austin oh. Hooper are on the COVID list if you were if this were to continue I like Bryant much like I liked Austin Hooper last week I actually started Hooper in like two or three leagues and was very was very pleasantly surprised by his touchdown and, and extra yardage on top of that touchdown um. So as long as two out of the three, uh, as long as two out of the three Cleveland tight ends are are out and one is healthy, start that one. Whether it's start David and Joku, Harrison Bryant, Austin Hooper, that's the rule. Uh, last week Hooper scored a touchdown again, very tight end usable. Blah, blah blah. We kind of covered that. And the Raiders are along the second most points to tight ends. So tune in to uh, Sunday to check on that. Chris, that's pretty much that that matchup. There wasn't a lot to talk about there. On to the Panthers at Bills. Uh, I'm going to cut to the chase again uh, with this side of the matchup. Uh, Why are you cutting the... chase? No, don't cut Jamar Chase. That would be dumb. Um, 
<laughs> I'm going to cut straight to the chase with the players you should, the only players you should be looking at here. In in some ways, you shouldn't. Uh, this is uh, this team is in bad shape, no doubt. Honestly, Hubbard and DJ Moore are the only names worth discussing. But this is the Bills' defense. So, honestly, I'm looking elsewhere if possible. I mean, DJ oh. Moore's targets have been great, and he scored double-digit fantasy points in Week 11 and 12, mm-hmm. uh, which goes back a couple weeks. I think there was a buy in there also. Uh, Hubbard has been more disappointing. He got a uh, mere 10 carries in his first game since CMC returning to the IR list last week mm-hmm. versus Atlanta. Uh, so he's an RB with a pulse, and DJ Moore is still getting tons of targets. Um, so I'm going to give... Uh, but does have a pulse. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to give two stars to each, actually. So just you uh, know, kind of a desperation thing there, really. Uh, keep going, and I'll, about- and I'll reserve my comments for the end. Uh, on to the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen, the quarterback one on the season, is coming off a great game versus the Buccaneers, where he rushed for over 100 yards, threw for over 300 yards, and scored three times. He and is considered day-to-day. Yeah, exactly. He is considered day-to-day with an ankle injury, but uh, he is trending in the right direction. And while the Panthers have I'm been bad at- on offense, uh, very, very bad, uh, they have been pretty good on defense, in particular versus the pass. Uh, they're going to get the fourth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks and just barely uh, beating the Bills for the least amount of passing yards given up. Now, I don't think they've faced a quarterback of Allen's caliber, except for arguably Dak in week four, where they gave up four touchdowns and 27 fantasy points to the Dallas Dak quarterback. Was, Dak was good. They also gave up uh, 28 points to Cousins, I think, a couple weeks later. Uh, so they can be beat by a good quarterback. And Allen is arguably the best quarterback right now. So he's going to get four and a half stars this week. Um, I have nothing on Singletary Moss. My apologies. Um, Singletary got close to double digits fantasy last week. Yeah, exactly. It's just with with quarterback running for a hundred yards. <laughs> not every week. I'm just saying. I don't necessarily like either of them. If you're talking maybe below a flex, like you're in a four, you've got an extra flex in a deep league. Sure, maybe roll no. up Singletary with some catches. But I'm honestly that's why I don't have anything on him. So bench them both. Uh, on to uh, Stefan Diggs. Uh, Stefan Diggs' floor reared its ugly head again, and his touchdown streak has come to an end. He hasn't scored in two weeks and is averaging only 6.25 fantasy points over those last two weeks. With Carolina giving up the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, I'm hoping you have better options here. But uh, name recognition and, hey, there's people out there that even in the playoffs are desperate enough to have to put him in their flex. 2.5 stars for Diggs. On to Knox, uh, a little more positivity here. Uh, Knox is the leader among tight ends with eight touchdowns and has scored three times in the last three weeks. Touchdowns are hard to predict, though. Uh, but get this. Uh, he's gone from about four targets per game to about seven in the last uh-huh. four games. He is the yeah. tight end five despite having injury, despite missing time with injuries. And he is in your lineup every single week as a, probably a top five tight end. I'm going to give him 4.75 stars. And that is your... Uh, Panthers at Bills. My apologies. I almost said Patriots. Quickly. Uh, DJ Moore, do you like him better when I tell you that uh, Tredavious White is not playing for the Bills defense? I do. Um, I also heard some little bit of scuttlebutt about Matt Rule saying Darnold might have something to add at the end of the season, like he's going to come back from injury. And hey, you know, he was awful. Don't get me wrong. I'm only bringing it up because we're touching, digging a little bit deeper on the Panthers offense. Uh, and obviously, G. Because we're Moore. touching a Panther? Oh, no. <laughs> don't. I don't recommend that at home, folks. No. Um, so to go back to DJ Moore, I'm sorry. I benched them both, didn't I? 
No, two stars for each. Uh, yeah, I yeah, could definitely be con- I could definitely be convinced to give him a, another half a star, maybe like a little it. more, and it really kind of yeah. gets him in that cusp of a top thirty-six discussion there without what, okay um i i know we're trying to go quick here but like what do you think about the panthers taking one more look at sam darnold their season's more or less lost they have five wins i just looked it up oh, um, in real life i think it makes 100 percent sense yeah and it i hope nobody's yeah, I, obviously on. cam newton is 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 a fill-in i mean he's just a he's a He's a stopgap at best at this point. He's, he's, he's almost like, good. if he wasn't literally starting and playing for them right now, it would almost be like that ceremonial contract that you set, like, like Jay, did Jason the one day, doing, like, yeah. exactly, to retire as a Laker, to retire as a Cowboy or a Panther. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and hey, you know, he, he, he deserves, Cam Newton's going to be in the Carolina Panther Hall of Fame, but he's not going to Is he though? Yes. Dude, he probably holds all their passing records. Despite him not being that great at passing, Does he though, Jake Delome, Josh, Jake Delome, yes, that's <laughs> the name. I'm like Jake something. What's his last so name? So I rest my case. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they were good that year. You know, and I think that had about eighty. I think that had about ninety percent to do with Steve Smith. So and and the defense, and uh, the and the running backs, Stephen Davis at the time. No, that's yeah, I believe so. I believe you're I right. Think it was Stephen Davis? I think he was still. I remember Stephen Davis playing with. The, I think he was uh, on the cover of Madden too. The, uh, the current Washington football team and the team formerly known as I'm not going to say it. <laughs> the Carolina yeah. Panthers. Stephen Davis. I think, I think I'm thinking the same Stephen Davis. Yeah, I am. Yeah. He Anyways. Played. Anyway. Let's move along to the Tennessee Titans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, Chris, remember when I was like, I don't have a lot to talk about about some teams. Uh, strap yourself in as we're going to talk about Deontay Foreman in the pa- and through the past four weeks, the Steelers D has been eviscerated by Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, oh, nice. and okay. Dalvin Cook. I am by no means saying that Foreman is anywhere close to those guys, but it is to illustrate how bad the Steelers' run defense has been has as become. of late. On the stealing, on, on the stealing, on the season, the Steelers' run D is giving up the seventh most points to running backs. Alec Foreman in this game, three and three quarter stars. Moving along to the Pittsburgh Steelers, see what I did there. Najee Harris over the previous four weeks, uh, Harris has scored anywhere between five point two and twenty three point nine points, and just about anything, everything in between. Um, uh, surprisingly, the, the Titans are giving up only 14.8 points per game to running backs. So that's the second best or the second fewest, however you want to look at that. Um, the Steelers offensive line, uh, shoddy offensive line is doing absolutely nothing to help out uh, a really t- actually a very talented Najee Harris here. And so I'm only going to give him three and a quarter stars. And I think that's pretty generous as it is. De- uh, Deontay Johnson, I'm going to give him four stars over the past four weeks. Also, the Titans are giving up or have given up 72.25 yards per game to the top wide receiver on each team. So that would be the I, I just did that by the, the wide receiver that scored the most for each of their last four opponents. And those guys were a bunch of scrubs. Even mm. with old Ben um, not on not at his bet at his peak. I wrote week there, but I meant peak. Uh, Deontay could easily have a good week this week, so I'm giving four stars. Uh, on Chase Claypool, uh, this is a hunch call, so just bear with me, Chris. Uh, okay. And then perhaps it's very steeped in uh, recency bias, and, and Claypool is th- 13 and a half points last week. 
But um, or perhaps it's the fact that the Titans are giving up the second most points per game to wide receivers. But I think uh, you could do worse at, at wide receiver this week. I think I'd rather slide Claypool in, uh, in as a flex than like, a, uh, or I would consider him if I were to start him as my flex and not my wide receiver too, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. but, but I'm always one to hedge my bets, so I'm going to give him three and a half stars. And Chris, I like to, this is me personally, is I, when I look at my, my starting lineup, I'm like, you're my wide receiver one, you're my wide receiver two, and you're my wide receiver three, or, or like, you know, R3 or whatever. And like I had to do that as I was lining up on lining them up on the field and everything because I'm weird. Um and like I said, man, do you have do you have any reason that we should think about any other Tennessee Titans than Deonta Foreman? No, no pass catching options. AJ Brown's still on IR, the Titans not, are awful. Not their not their quarterback, not their no, not, not their Tanner. they don't have yeah. a tight end at, at all. Mm-hmm. And really, it's, it's Devontae bad, Fo- Deontay Foreman because of scoring opportunity, goal line back, big, big back. Like, he's going to get the touches. He's it, It's volume, and it's it's hopefully a scoring yeah. opportunity. Like, maybe one or two <laughs> scoring opportunities, yeah. you know? Like, that's where we're at. I told you, quick matchups. I got, I got, I, I'm, I, I trimmed off the fat of a lot of matchups because it's playoff time, man, or, or darn close to it. So, I couldn't have said it better myself, sir. On to the Texans at Jags. Um, I'm going to skip over everybody else but Brandon Cooks. Um, this is a fine matchup for cooks. Uh, and he did set his high yardage total for the season, uh, versus this very same Texans. I'm sorry. <laughs> versus the Jags. Was it an inner, was it an inner squad scrimmage that they played last week, Chris? <laughs> right. And they counted it for week two, week one. I assume it was versus the Jags <laughs> and not the Texans when cooks it was. set his high yardage total for the season. I like him as a low end wide receiver too this week, 3.25 stars. On to the Jaguars. Only one player to talk about. Urban Meyer doesn't even finish his first season with the uh, Jaguars. Uh, interim head coach yeah. has already endorsed James Robinson. He said, quote, James Robinson is our starting running back and he will be played as such, end quote. And I expect a big day from the do-it-all back with the Texans giving up the most rushing yards in the league and the fifth most fantasy points at running back. Five stars for James Robinson in the first round of the playoffs for a lot of folks. Yowzers. Yeah, and that's your uh, Texans at Jags, Josh. Uh, wow, that was, a, that was a real quick one, um, Chris. Uh, it was. Do you, ha- do you have any? Do you, do you have any guys that you kind of want to like slide it? We kind of talked about this before we started recording. Do you have any guys that you kind of want to um, see go to the the head coach? Go to the go oh to the Jags? for sure. Yeah, yeah. I loved your reference of uh, Eric Bieniemy because uh, number one, uh, just the play calling aspect. He's among the league's best, if not. You know, arguably the best. Uh, so I think just from a play calling perspective, and then secondarily, he's been doing his time as number one, a player, number two, an assistant, you know, and then a coordinator. He's, he's actually been sought after the past two seasons, I believe as, as yeah. a potential head coach and has held off. Cause I think he wants to hold out for the right job. And when I first, when we first discussed this uh, off air, I said, why would he want to go to Jaguars? And I said, you know what? Let me rewind a little bit. Number one, their defense is not that bad. Number two, James Robinson, who I just gave five stars this week. I think he's still, uh, I think he's a good back. I think, uh, you know, I think he, he can do a lot for the team. And then lastly, you know, Lawrence, you know, we've seen many a quarterback leave a bad coach or play caller, get a good coach or, and or play caller and off to the races he goes. So there's nothing to say Lawrence can't be a top sure. 12 fantasy quarterback with a decent play caller. And I think the enemy is a great example of that. 
Um, another guy that might might be in consideration is um, I don't know if I get down with this, but Byron Leftwich, the uh, uh, Bruce. Yeah, Arians, that's the name um, I, for obvious fa- fairly lo- fairly long term at this point. Um, uh, like assistant slash offense, not like has been his offensive coordinator for oh boy, like f- at least Who five Arians? six years. Who yeah. Arians? Yeah. Uh, well, Leftwich has been for Arians. Yeah. Was he? I mean, Arizona he's been like him? Arians has really took took Leftwich underneath his wing and and like kind of just showing him the ropes and everything and really kind of taught him stuff arians and left which was a what left which and and left which was a jacksonville jaguars quarterback back in the day too well yeah obviously that's what i was saying yeah of course that's the automatic correlation plus arians was in pittsburgh just thought of it left which also went to pittsburgh for a whole minute if i recall this is several years ago uh but i arians might have been in pittsburgh at the time which of course oh snap i think he was Exactly. Relationship. And I think they're in dire straits at quarterback, maybe. Anyway, let me let me just I don't remember that to be clear. Point is they've developed a relationship. Point is he's play calling one of the best offensives in the league. And and if a guy like Arians gives you his endorsement, he is right up there with BNME as a head coaching candidate for a lot of teams, much less the Jags. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like both those names a ton. I forgot about Left, which despite the obvious connection with Jaguar uh, quarterback, I remember mm-hmm. watching him play for Jaguars. He wasn't that bad. He was decent. He was a he, a, he kind has, of a he, I wouldn't call him a dual threat quarterback, but he could certainly run. Yeah, he has an wasn't epic kind of uh, game of his career where the like you remember the offensive line picking up, picking him up, and carrying him into the forward to the next play. Like he was so hobbled and injured. No, like no, probably no, no. the point in today's NFL would have been like, we should probably yeah, get, get this, this guy, guy out of there. <laughs> exactly. This is how long how long this guy's been around. Of course, he's coaching now. Anyway, we can move on now. I just I thought that was great. Great thing. Let's move along to Chris's yep. favorite team, the New York Giants, though, which are at home against the, his least favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. I uh, Chris, I, I don't like this man. I really don't. Oh, yeah, I do have. And I don't want to say this. You're you're gonna hate me. You're gonna mute me. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stop the show. But three and a half no, stars for Dak. Not. That's three and a half stars. Is that in your opinion? Uh, the only put him in the top twelve, the or only, just out of it. The only good yeah. game uh, Dak has had in the last month has actually been more of a good uh, fantasy game than than a uh, than a good uh, real life football game. Um, he's topped thirteen points once in the aforementioned month, once, and that was against uh, the Raiders. And that and I believe that was he racked up the majority of those thirty five points in the fourth quarter when it was complete and under garbage time. Other than uh, that, actually, it was a garbage time because they came back and won that game. If, if memory serves, I was going to say, was that the comeback? I feel like a bad fan. I kind comeback. of been put on the spot and I don't remember. But I, I think yeah, it was so long ago. Uh, anyways, other than that, I man, we lost really the Raiders. I think they did. He really, ahead, I mean, he's ahead. more real life quarterback good than than fantasy good. Well, um, he's played against some too. bad um, passing defenses too. That would be Kansas City, and Washington. I hope this is a reverse jinx rating, but I'm not too sure it is. So, excuse me. Uh, three and a half stars for Mr. Dak Prescott. On to Zeke. Two and a half stars. I think we've all heard that Zeke dealing with a knee injury. Um, you really have to wonder if that's the problem or if that it's uh, that. And maybe that's the reason why, like, Corey Clement, of all people, Actually got more rushes last week than Zeke. Oh. 15 to 13. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Or, I'm sorry. 13 to 12 because Tony Pollard didn't play because he has a toe injury. 
foot. Pardon me. I don't remember which. Oh. I'm sorry. I couldn't get to the mute button. Oh my goodness. My apologies. Yeah, uh, Pollard is a fa- a fa- a plantar fasciitis, or he injured his fascia. Oh, yes, the, the plantar yes. fascia board, yes. So, um, I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. If you got more on the running backs for Dallas, go quite, quite Um, Not ahead. much. I mean, even though the Giants are a bottom 10 rushing defense, I'm still going two and a half stars for Zeke. I got no confidence, man. I haven't. So he he's your look- only rating, right? He's your only rating for the running backs. Like, Pollard might play. I think it sounds kind of crazy. Tune back in for Sunday with that one. If, if Pollard can play exactly. and he looks like mm-hmm. he's he's uh he's uh maybe like he's close to a hundred percent, then yeah, he's gonna get more than Zeke. But I just I haven't liked what I've seen from Zeke. And it's granted I haven't watched every game, but from what I have seen, which is more than I've seen of the Colts, stupid mm-hmm. network TV. Um my last interjection will be that just from a Dallas uh, perspective. Wait, wait, wait! I got, pers- I got, I got more. But you can, you can say, you can say more at the end. Okay, cool. Um, Amari Cooper, four stars. Uh, I'm still on Team CD overall, but the fact that CD was in on only 67 percent of the team snaps last week, a little worrisome. Um, Amari um, uh, and Gallup both saw over 80 percent of the team snaps, while CD, like I said, CD was in on 67. Um, I'm giving CD three and a half, and I'm giving Gallup three and a quarter. Um, okay. I think it's extremely interesting that Michael Gallup is the is the wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys who is playing over 90% of his snaps uh, lined out wide, where the other two are in the 60s as far as where they're lining up. Very interesting. Um, real quick before we move on to the Giants. I, I, you know what? I'm going to do the Giants real quick, and then I'll circle back around to you, all right? Um, Saquon uh, has almost 100 scrimmage yards, uh, uh, yards per game in his career against the Cowboys, but only one touchdown in those five games that he's played against the Cowboys. If we're a different year with maybe a different Giants team, I could get down with C, but it, or sorry, Saquon, but it's really hard to do so uh, with the supporting cast he has around him. Um, Daniel Jones might not play again, therefore it's turkey neck Mike Lennon. Um, Saquon had a good game last week. I don't think you should be chasing them points. Uh, the fact that the Chargers are a poor rushing defense and the Cowboys rushing defense is the third best this year uh, just makes me kind of solidify my opinion on Saquon. Uh, once again, trying to avoid Saquon this week, and especially if you're in the playoffs. Like, if you're in the playoffs, do you really want to lean on Saquon Barkley? And, and, like, I love Saquon. Don't get me wrong. Like, but as the adage goes, if you got to the playoffs, did you get to the playoffs with Saquon? I that's a, I think that's it. an excellent question yeah. right there. You probably have like, a pretty dang good roster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you're maybe you're belie- maybe you're um, you know damaged by a lot of like Nick Chubb or like a lot For of sure. like a lot of guys yep. with COVID yep. or injury this week. But it's crazy, man, man, I don't know. It's nuts. Uh, let's circle back around to the the Cowboys here real quick, Chris. Like, the only let's couple- start with like like, like just real quick on the on the running backs. What what were you gonna say? The only couple uh, things I had Zeke to say. The only thing, a couple things I had to say. Well, number one was in relation to kind of the running backs, but also the defense. In that, the way they're winning games. And remember, they they were bad for about a whole month. They were like went you know lost three out of four. Uh, November, I think it was. Anyway, Dak uh, was mildly know, injured in that too. There's they're still destined. I hate to use that term because that sounds too uh, jinxy and hyperbolic. But they're going to make the playoffs because they're in a really bad division. Uh, they're also not a bad team. Having said that, the quarterback has played bad. But the way they're winning games isn't, despite having what appears to be a pretty darn good defense right now, the running game is not clicking. The offensive line is not clicking. And I think that hurts 
all players involved. Last thing I was going to say in terms of Gallup and the pass catchers was Gallup is a vastly underrated outside threat. Like people forget how I think he is adept he is at going up and getting it, man. Like he's not the speedster. He's got fine speed. Don't get me wrong. He got fine speed, but what he can do with that ball in the air is among people might be surprised, like probably top 12 or 20 receivers. Like he's actually really good and he's probably going to get to walk and get some money elsewhere as a two, but He's going to be a dang good two. And I think that's why we're seeing CD take a little bit of a back seat. I don't think there's any health involved there with CD, but I was wondering but, if there's a little bit of health, but okay. Okay. That, I, I, I brought that up for a reason. I was kind of touching on that because I, I, I don't know. I haven't, I had a chance to read a ton, but okay. You know, uh, let's move on to your next match. I mean, I, I just like, I wanted to circle back around in the Cowboys desk no, over you. there and yeah, right, for sure. Yeah, Down I in Texas. Not... I mean, Illinois. Um... <laughs> right, that's weird. Yeah, I try not to take too long. Thank you very much. Um, on to the Cardinals at Lions. Uh, Kylo looks healthy, and he is starting for your fantasy squad, but I am not giving him five stars, even though it's versus the lowly Lions, uh, since he will be without New Hopkins. More on that later. So I'm going to give four and a half stars to Kyler versus the Detroit Lions. On to, uh, I, actually, I go straight to the pass catchers here. Nuke is out for the rest of the fantasy Howard. season. and hopes to return in the real NFL postseason. Um, Christian Kirk would be the only interesting option to look at here uh, versus this Lions defense. Actually, he's a fine flex option. I'm going to give him three stars this week. Like that's that's fine. That's nothing to sneeze at. Like there might be teams out there that have to roll him out there. I'm sorry. What did what, you say? I'm going to give Kirk three stars because of Nuke's absence. Interesting. Okay. Hopkins' absence. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I considered the other options, and it's just, it's, and even Kirk hasn't been great lately. I get it, but I think he's the de facto. I think he's the guy that moves outside. I think he's the guy that has won with speed multiple times in the last handful of weeks. On to the running back, uh, James Conner uh, is second in the league with 16 total touchdowns and gets another week at least of dominating touches as Chase Edmonds has been ruled out for this week with an ankle injury and has yet to be activated off IR. The Lions are a smash mashup for running backs. Uh, five stars for James Conner. I predict they'll lean on Conner a little bit more with uh, Hopkins being out for you know, for indefinitely. I think it's still. I, I I think it's uh still pretty interesting that even after they said um Cliff Kingsbury's like oh no uh, Chase Edmonds will be back for Week 14 and then they never activated him, still haven't activated him. I'm not sure if and they still could. They easily could. I think you they think have until like Saturday to activate him. You Maybe think they're Sunday. just, uh, um, yeah, but he's not turning in this week. He's been ruled out for this week, I believe. Ed- Edmonds, no, he hasn't. Oh, he has not. Okay, my apologies. Uh, but he, but, but they still haven't activated him off the IR. No, they have not. And so I, I, th- I, it makes me very worrisome that Edmonds isn't going to play, and Connor has a little bit of a foot ankle injury. Um. And Kingsbury's been like, well, maybe we've been leaning on on Connor a little too much in in Edmonds' absence. And I was like, yeah, but look at the results, man. Like, I don't blame you for running him. And and Connor wants to play, man. Like, he's loving, like, this, his success that he's found with the Cardinals, it seems like, you know? Oh, absolutely. I just, I think we're all waiting for the rug to be pulled out from under us with James Connor. And I think it's about to happen, too. Yeah, maybe that's. But. Until it does, ride it, ride it. Connor Strong, yeah. man. No, yeah, that I gave him five stars this week. Yeah, absolutely. Roll him out there, man. I, I wish think, I was. I, think, I wish. I wish I was. Um, 
I wish I was actually playing in in, in Dynasty this week. Oh, um, Chris, right. uh, you know why I'm not uh, playing in Dynasty this week? Because I'm in sure. first place and I have a bye week. Six out of Talk twelve. It. I get, I get it. You know, I was gonna say something off air earlier when you were like, "I made f- first place in th- in the three out of the four leagues that you made the playoffs. You were first place in all of those." Mm. Uh, I've been first place mm. multiple times in this exact same Dynasty league, and it has done me zero bit of good. Like, I, I don't have any expectations of. As long as I'm, as I'm in the I'm dance, just basking in, in the league. in the glory while it lasts. That's all <laughs> right. I'm doing. Exactly. I, I and, and, and everything but our Superflex league. So. Everything but Superflex. I am just basking in the glory until it go until it just completely the the light goes out and I lose mm-hmm. because it's going to happen. And the year that I made the championship game, I lost it and I lost multiple championship games that same day. In uh, like redraft leagues, I was just I was that was like two or three years ago. I was devastated. Anyway, I didn't finish the Lions up. On to the uh, running backs, uh, Swift and Jamal Williams. Swift is trending out again with two missed practices this week, and Jamal Williams is going to miss the game also due to COVID protocol, or at least all signs point to him missing it. I am staying away all from the All signs point to backs. a bunch of screw. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm staying away from... Yeah. It's funny, doing the research, I was like, oh, Ann Hawkinson is out with IR. With a thumb injury, like he's done for the season. IR, so, yeah. TJ Hawkinson is done for the year, so you're not playing any D- Detroit Lions. Is the moral of the story? That was that matchup. <laughs> I know. I, I I was like getting into do some Swift research, and I was like, but he's he's really trying to be out again, and Williams is trying to be out again too. So it's like nothing. I think the Lions for, are just, and this is versus arguably here. the best team in the league. So. You know, we might talk, be talking I, about you know what they you know there's an old phrase on ships of batting down the hatches and and try and weather the storm and I think exactly that's exactly what the Lions are doing this week. They Which are means I don't want any of those fantasy assets. <sighs> yeah, man. No, I think <laughs> I think they're doing it for the season. I think they're just like, you know what? Let's just call it a wash and just start strategizing rest, for next rest year. Swift. Heck, maybe even Russ Williams. Make sure he's one hundred percent healthy for next year. Williams and... signed a contract too, and and again, off air, I discussed. I think Swift needs help. I think Swift is the type of player that will benefit both the Lions. I don't and know fantasy if William... football with this is the guy. That's that's my only problem with that. Well, they just signed him though. I know. I just don't. Think I don't think that it was he's the right deal. guy to to sell Swift. I think Swift needs a. A, a more of a bruise, an AJ Dillon type kind of guy, a, a Ramondre Stevenson. A, a... Those are a little bit bigger guys, but Jamal Williams isn't a small dude either. So, no, he's not. But anyways, uh, let's move along to the Washington Football Team at the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, um, like the New York Giants, I'm kind of only just interested in the running back in this one, Chris uh, Antonio Gibson. Hmm. Yeah, a real dud game last week against the Cowboys, oh, and uh, I'm not expecting the world from from uh, Antonio Gibson here. I wasn't okay. I was, let me rephrase that. I wasn't expecting the world from Antonio Gibson last week, anyways. I, I don't remember who they played, but that it was a good. Fair. It was you a good rushing defense. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he helped my one team really crap the bed. Uh, that would be in my work league, and making me lose to a team in my work league, like I just mentioned, who has started two injured players. And had a defense that scored negative points. And I still lost and missed out on the playoffs. <sighs> that was last week. I'm over it. Whatevs, man. Moving along to Gibson this week with the Eagles. I mean, if Gibson scored like, you know, 10 more points, like 10, point, 10 more points, I, I'd have made it in and it would have been a viable playoff 
team instead of this guy who's just limping in like by not even checking <laughs> his roster. Anyways, um, <laughs> Eagles are, are middle of the road this year versus running backs. I mean, just 10 more points, Chris. 10 more points is all I really needed from Gibson. Maybe five oh, from asking. Gibson, maybe another five from somewhere else, another five somewhere else. I mean, just that's all. Anyways, um, if Tyson, if Tyson Han, uh, Hennigan can play, he has a knee injury, I'll give Gibson three and three-quarter stars. If it's Kyle Allen, I'm going to give him three and a quarter stars. Um, that that would be uh, Tatum Hansen or whatever his name is, the uh, Washington football team quarterback. Um, right. On to Ricky Seals-Jones. This seal. You need a tight end dart throw? How about this one? I guess I don't have to put a lot of stock in the tight end rankings. Uh, most tight ends really blow. But what I do put stock in is that the Eagles are giving up the most points to tight ends. Therefore, I'm going to try and end in one league where I lost TJ Hawkinson. Apparently, for the rest of the season, I am starting Ricky Seals-Jones this week. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's move along to the Eagles side of the ball. As of Tuesday, Nick Sirianni was already saying Hertz would play this weekend. The football team is giving up the eighth most rushing attempts per game, third most rushing yards per game, and first amongst fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. Four and a quarter stars for Jalen Hurts, assuming plays. Ooh, I know okay. Minshew played well against the Jets last week, but maybe he... Do you think that maybe he deserves another shot? Minshew, that is. I mean, the Eagles mm -hmm. are... Do the Eagles have a chance at the play? Of, of wild oh, card right now, I think they I do. I mean, mathematically, I think so. Yeah, but I think if they're, I think once they're, I think once they're play, uh, mathematically eliminated, I think they might throw Minshew back out there again. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Mm. I don't I mean, hate it. Was, I just, but uh, man, he he played pretty well. Played well. He did. Hey, when you're trying to get Jets, a look at a guy, well. now's the time. Now's the time to get a look at a guy. You've gotten a darn good look at Hertz. I've seen good and I've seen bad, but yeah, maybe they need to get a look at. What else they have? Uh, Dallas Goddard. Should we chase the waterfall of points that Goddard laid out in week 13? Yeah, remember, Chris, when you were like, I think you should play um, Jared Cook this week because Goddard hasn't been terrible or hasn't been uh, bad. And like, um, and they're like, oh, and Goddard has a, buy, a week 14 buy. So you should probably drop him because, you know, pick up Jared Cook. In my work league where I lost, um, not that Goddard would have helped me last week because he was on okay. Still, um, I say that why call not? by me. I say why not to Dallas Goddard. I mean, here's okay. here's the thing: Are you going to trust Noah Fant this week? Sure. Are you going to trust Cole Komet? Sure, because they're all just whatever tight ends. Trust Jack whatever Doyle? Ends, yeah. No, you're not going to trust Jack Doyle. But I say why not to, Jack, to Dallas Goddard? Three and a half stars. His waterfall of points too was uh, was with Gardner Minshew, but even then, I'm just. I'm still like, man, dude, in, in a world of meh tight ends, why not try and uh, hit the ceiling of the meh, you know? Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, Chris, I, I believe you have another matchup to do. and Probably maybe like three left. A couple, few, I, I, yep. I want to hear about some Joey Bagels, dude. Maybe that's there your you next go. matchup, I don't know. Bagels at Broncos. Uh, Joey Bagels at Joey Bagels. Joe Burrow, for those you know listening at home, uh, Joy Bagels has been getting done uh, in real life NFL, but hasn't been the fantasy stud I hoped he would be just yet. Yeah. Uh, and as we should all know at this point, Denver's defense is legit, uh, giving at the fifth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks and the tenth best 
in passing yards, so giving up the 10th fewest, my apologies. Least. Uh, that puts Burrow out of the top 12 for me, honestly, a uh, uh, conversation for me. So I'm going to give him three and a half stars. Like I said, outside the top 12, yeah. Joe Mixon, while Mixon has had a uh, couple of single-digit fantasy performances in a row here, uh, his, usage, his usage is still phenomenal. A threat to score every week, and last week was his first scoreless game since week three. Denver is decent versus run and our top 10 in fantasy points given up to running backs and top 10 in rushing yards, but I'm going to give four stars to Mixon here because he will get the work, and he's a good, great player. On to Jamar Chase and Tiggins. Tiggins is quite, uh, that's T Higgins, but folks, again, you know, just a reminder. Tiggins! Tiggins is questionable with an ankle injury, but played with the same injury last week and logged his third 100 yard passing, I'm sorry, 100 yard receiving yard game in a row. There you go. He had been picking up some of Chase's slack the last few weeks till Chase went off last week with two touchdowns. Even though this is a tough matchup, you can't you can't bench either one of these guys in most situations. I'm going to give three and a half stars to both. I feel like that's a little bit of fence riding. One will probably I don't end think up that's fence like riding. I, no, I, I think that's very apt. I think that's it's right in the fence if you're not sh- sure. I think mm-hmm. I I would be like I was going to be like, dude, like I feel like the, the, li- same, the likelihood is they know, will like, both score in that neighborhood. They will both be like exactly low in low in twos. If you will, exactly, exactly. I don't think yep. that's fence writing. I mm-hmm. think that's just giving an equal rating to well, each player because that's what you think they'll the, how they'll perform. That's not fence writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is. I feel like this is my third matchup of uh, one side of the matchup being like one position. Let me continue on to the Broncos. We're gonna talk about Javante Williams and Melvin wait, Gordon. Wait, wait, here. wait, wait, wait! You didn't. Oh. Nope, never mind. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was like a tight end for the Bengals or something. I no, no. I'm I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Keep going. Okay. On to the Broncos and the running back duo of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Of course, Gordon comes back with a two touchdown, twenty three point fantasy effort after missing a week, but still, Javante mm. has arrived, averaging twenty point four fantasy points over the last three weeks. Both players are nursing injuries and will miss practice time this week, but it looks like the team is just resting up Javante with his knee injury and Gordon, uh, who returned and played with his thumb injury uh, this previous week. Since he is pretty good versus the run, fourth best in rushing yards, but middle of the road versus fantasy backs. Many opposing backs have done some damage through the air, so I like Javante more here with 3.75 stars and three stars for Melvin Gordon. It was fun while it lasted. That's all I have to say there for Javante Williams. Uh, Teddy in the passing game really shouldn't be started in the playoffs. I'm just, I'm not going there. I mean, if you're really desperate to tie in, maybe you could take a look at Fant. He had a okay week last week. Somewhere in the meh range of of tight ends, you know, like he's better than Jack Doyle. Like I'd rather start on a weekly basis. I'd rather start Noah Fant than Jack Doyle. Like any of them them 11 through 15. Exactly. It's like, eh, I don't know. Any of them behind the, you know, behind the top like nine, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like the rest of them are just kind of like whatever, just throw a dart and maybe you hit a touchdown. That's fair. That's fair. But officially, I am benching Teddy and all the passing options. It's just the two running backs I'm going with there for the Broncos, and that's the uh, Bengals and Broncos, sir. All right, Chris, we're on to our next matchup, and that is the New York Jets. Or I'm sorry, I meant the I don't cares at the Miami Dolphins. Michael <laughs> Carter and Tevin Coleman are both the those are both running backs for the New York Jets. If you didn't know that, but um, they are both expected to practice and play. Yes, the la- I know the latter is expected to be activated off the IR this week. That'd be Tevin Coleman. 
with both potentially playing, I don't want to touch either one of them. On to the Dolphins and Tua. The Jets' defense is not good, Chris. It really isn't. In the previous meeting of these two AFC juggernauts, <laughs> juggernauts, um, Tua threw for 273 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. The Jets are giving up the fifth most points to quarterbacks. Four stars for Tua. Chris, nice. my friend uh, Ronnie Raymond would like to know, mm. should he start Tua or Carson Wentz? Is this a super flex? May I ask your friend this question? Um, I believe he is He is playing in a super flex league. This is Tua versus Wentz. Tua against the Jets, Wentz against the Patriots. I give Wentz. What did I give Wentz? Ooh, I benched him. I think it's Tua. You're, you're steadfast. That's why I say, that's Tua, why I say Tua. Four. And yeah. who is Ronnie Raymond? Ronnie Raymond is the thing. No, that, I know that's not true. That's Hank something. Um, um, that's also Ben know. Grimm, you jackass. Why did I get Hank? I get Hank for the for Beast from X Men and Hank Grimm confused. And then there's Hank. What's the what's the Ant Man guy? What's the Prim? That's what's his Hank first Pim. Name? It's Hank. Hank Prim and Hank Grimm. Come no, on, Pim. Guys. Oh, Pim. Sorry, no R. You're right. You're right. Ronnie okay. Raymond is one half of Firestorm. Yes, it's two guys that combine together with the with the nuke the Firestorm Matrix and make fires. Not the female Anyways. Firestorm from the Spider-Man and Friends, though. No, this is in this is in DC. Anyways, um, on to the Dolphins running back. They all have COVID. They have a couple <laughs> of guys that they're looking to. No, seriously, it's a thing. Um, there's potential that they could play. Uh, Malcolm Brown, I believe, is still in the IR, so not him. But Salvin Ahmed and Miles Gaskin um, could put, could play on Sunday, but they have some contingency plans with some guys activating some guys off the practice squad. Uh, they signed a guy off the street. I don't remember his name. It doesn't really matter. Um, I know Jared Dokes is one of the guys they were talking about, which was their rookie seventh-round pick. Um, they were talking about activating off the practice squad. It doesn't really matter. I don't really care. I mean, if you're really looking for, like, you really need a, a running back, I would say tune back in on Sunday to, to do this. I, like, I don't want to make a cheat out of this and be like, oh, hey, you know, like, tune in to Sunday. We won't give you all the information in the podcast. But, like, until then, I can't really recommend any of these names unless you, you like, you have absolutely, you know, unless we know for play. sure. I mean, Gaskin I mean, yeah, has, one been, of, has been good lately. He's the obvious start if he's. It's true. He go. really has been. Yeah. So there's that, but as your point For anyone is, listening to this to before then, um, it would be either Duke Johnson or Jared Dokes, and man. that's Jared with a G-E-R-R-I-D. And they're talking about bringing in another guy from the practice squad as well, whose name I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's a guy off the practice squad. So do you really care that much? Probably not. Jalen Waddle, four stars for Mr. Waddle. He has become a target um, monster. Pretty sure he's out. Yeah, Waddle. Yeah. You, <laughs> I'm sorry if I interrupt the recording here. Uh, let me, let me, let me. Oh, okay, this is. I'm gonna get too much stuff from this game that's going on right now. I'm oh, sorry, we is. can edit he this is. out. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm let to me get ref. To it. Okay, so meanwhile, <laughs> oh, meanwhile, back at the Hall of Doom. Um, <laughs> so on to Devonte Parker. It's a good matchup. It's I'm a good sorry. matchup for Devonte Parker here this weekend. You can maybe find him on your um. On your yeah. fridge list. By no means were we ever talking about Jalen Waddle before this <laughs> whatsoever. 
On to Mike Kosicki with Jalen Waddle being out um, and him being out, notably, like, as I was writing my notes on this, um, <laughs> I, you know, at first Sorry. I was like, hmm, Jalen Waddle, Mike Kosicki, three stars. But then I found out that Jalen Waddle was out as I was writing my notes and not just now. Um, I am going to might bump up Mike Kosicki to the, like a three and three quarter to a four star. Kosicki's pretty good. The only problem with Kosicki that, is that he hasn't scored more than eight points in six weeks. But with, with Jalen Waddle out, which I definitely knew before we started recording this, that, um, you know, I think that he has a good chance of scoring this week. I mean, it's the Jets for, you know, um, for Pete's sake. Uh, Chris, you, what's you your figured, next matchup? Definitely you knew. Think- I knew that Jalen Waddle was out. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> to be fair, this could I don't know what's so nuts. funny. Like, it's a very serious injury that Jalen Waddle may or may not have. That's a good point. Okay, so on to the we've done that matchup, haven't we? No. <laughs> God bless it. I'm lost. Here it is. Nope. I, I went up to Seattle Seahawks at the and, uh, I'm, Los Angeles. I, I must exactly. I must have gone up for some reason. On to the Seahawks at Rams. Russell Wilson has been okay lately, averaging two yeah. touchdown tosses and nineteen point one four fantasy points per game over the last three weeks. Uh, given that Seattle gives up the most passing yards in the league, the Rams will probably throw a bit more in this one with no Henderson. More on that later. So I think there will be some higher pass volume for Russell here. Uh, some comeback time, some garbage time, whatever you want to call it. So I'm going to give him a low in QB1 for me. Uh, four stars for Russell Wilson. So that puts him in a lot of lineups there in the playoffs. So that's that's not not. you really bold. think that that's wise? I think we've talked about a couple quarterbacks Against the already. Rams? I think we've talked about a couple of quarterbacks already that are on the kind of that cusp. And I think if I'm going to bet on one, I know he hasn't been phenomenal, but yeah, four stars. Going okay. with it. On to the running backs. Alex Collins has been put on the COVID list, but he is vaccinated. Still, he could miss, and he is really not startable anyway. Uh, no. Rashad, right? Even though, Rashad people, even though people were spending up. Oh no! I'm sorry. It was Rashad Penny that was the guy that people yeah, spent yeah, yeah, big yeah, money, yeah. big fat Penny, money for. Yeah, Rashad and Penny. I'm for not really sure why. Years. Not in this week. I'm giving him a decent rating. Let me let me let me get to that. Uh, Penny rushed for 137 yards and two touchdowns uh, last week versus the Texans. Uh, Carroll said they'll continue to rotate backs, but Penny deserves to start. Uh, now the Rams are seventh uh, best in rushing yards surrendered. Uh, but got tore up pretty darn good by A.J. Dillon and James Conner. Uh, two kind of bangers uh, with similar athleticism, if you ask me, in terms of Rashad Penny. I think Penny okay. is the play whether Collins sits or not. Uh, so I'm going to bench Collins outright and give a flex-worthy three stars for Penny. So nothing too aggressive there, but I think it's a start to keep an eye on there. I think I, I've liked the player, and yes, he disappointed a handful of weeks ago when he got an opportunity. You know, was a, whether it was Carson or Collins who was out, and it wasn't great. I get it, but he played decent last week. We'll see. So I'm I would say for look for Bay. other options if you can. Yeah, well, I, apparently I disagree with three stars, so that's decent. That's, um, that's asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, good one, good one. Chuba Hubbard or your, your boy uh, Rashad Penny there? Did I bench Hubbard? Uh, Hubbard, I gave I don't him, remember. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I gave two stars to both DJ Moore and Hubbard, so that would say Rashad Penny. Yep. And I feel that. I feel that off the top of my head, too. I just wanted to 
call back there and, and double check. So there you go. Deonta Foreman or Rashad Penny? Rashad Penny. Javante Williams or Rashad Penny? Javante Williams, easily. Okay. 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 Uh, one, one, one more one more quick close. one. Um uh to cheat and skip ahead in your matchup, Sony Michelle or Javante or Rashad mm-hmm. Petty. Yeah, I cheated there. I know I did. No, it's fine. No good. I like it because it's it's pertinent. It's very pertinent. It's also Sony. a segue into Sony. Exactly. Sony. I'm going well, Sony. I skipped we were skipping we were skipping over Lockett and DK, but yeah. Yeah, no, I've got some more here, but no, I'll give it to Sony in that question, sir. Interesting. Uh, okay, keep going. Yep. Again, that's three stars for Penny. Uh, on to the receivers for the Seahawks, uh, DK and uh, Tyler Lockett. DK has uh, been nursing a foot injury all season, but has played through it. But now a back injury has popped up. I still expect them to suit up, but maybe this is why we have seen Lockett take over as the preferred option the last few weeks, with DK Lockett averaging three points. COVID. With DK averaging 3.68 points over the last four weeks, I think some injuries are piling up there. Coming off a fresh 142-yard game, Lockett will most likely miss the game on the COVID list. Uh, There's been a huge outbreak across the league, as it seems anyway. Maybe DK can get off the schneid. Uh, He caught five passes for 98 yards and two scores the last time these two teams met, so I'm going to give four stars for DK and just basically a bench for Lockett because I really don't think he's going to have enough time to turn around and play off the COVID list. So it's a little aggressive on DK there, but hey, uh, you know, I think these guys are going to have to pass to compete against these Rams. On to the Rams. Stafford threw uh, only one score the last time these two teams played, but has thrown three touchdowns the last three weeks in a row. And Seattle will be able to do little to slow this passing attack. I'm giving five stars to the MVP candidate, Matthew Stafford. What's that? I said you got it. And I think the last time that these two teams met, uh, played each other is that Stafford was dealing with a bit of a back injury then, too. Okay. I, I don't don't quote me on that, but I think that's part of what was going on there. I didn't have uh, quite keep time going, to man. Keep... I just wanted to inter- interject with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to give. Let me put it this way. I'm not going to give the Seattle defense the benefit of the doubt in this particular nah, equation. Not at all. the five stars uh, onto the running backs. As mentioned earlier, Daryl Henderson is most likely to miss the game due to covid protocols. That puts Sony in the driver's seat. Sony has averaged 22 carries, 100 rushing yards, and a half a touchdown in the last two weeks. I know that's a small sample size, but we often, or at least I do, sing the praises of, hey, I'm not saying you can plug any guy in, but you take a talented guy that just couldn't get it together, couldn't get it together health-wise in New England, and hey, look what he's doing on a pretty darn good team in the L.A. Rams. The Seahawks are a smash play for running backs, and this week is no different. Four stars for Sony Michelle. Woo. Yeah, a little aggressive there. On to the pass catchers. Uh, more COVID outbreaks here. You know, uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has COVID and will most likely miss the game. Somehow, Cup has avoided all of them and remains healthy. And Maybe he's uh, he a remains- masker. <laughs> Maybe he's a masker. Maybe he just stays at home and plays PlayStation. I don't know, man. But uh, uh, he remains healthy and very, very, very good at what he does. I'm going to give five stars to Cup versus the poorest Seattle defense. And Van Jefferson becomes a fine flex option in Odell Beckham's uh, absence. I'm going to give three stars I, I like to the, Van I like Jefferson. I think I could even. I'm, I'm not going to uh, play to your to your liking my take. I could even uh, convince myself during the research to go higher than three stars, but I'm going to stick to my guns there. And that is the. I think, that's, the end I think of that. that's very apt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, and hey, they have four stars for Sony too, so maybe I expect some 
some play there for the running back, some scoring opportunities, and there's only sure. to go around. Yeah, yeah, so I like it. All right, Chris, strap yourself in. I got a little bit of a lengthy one here. So just put buckle yourself in, get grab your drink, just kick back, relax, and uh, let, let Captain Kirk do the, do the driving of the, of the Enterprise. Uh, Love the reference. Start with the Atlanta Falcons at the, uh, the San Francisco 49ers doing a coast-to-coast sort of action here, even though Atlanta's a landlocked on the coast. Uh <laughs> On the Cordero Patterson, Chris, did you know that the Falcons are a six-win team? Um, That's actually impressive. For as bad as this team is, six wins. Now, I do have to say, every team they've beaten has a losing <laughs> record, but a win's a win, and mm-hmm. they're worse than the six than the six losers that they beat. Um, Patterson here, he's a bit of a roller coaster over the past six weeks. Four and a half, four point four points in one game. Missed a game, 26.5 points, 11.1, and 12.9 points. This is all half PPR, of course. Uh, the 49ers are giving up the eight, 18.6 points per game to running backs. I like Patterson this week, considering that he doesn't have a lot of like real competition. So I like him to get a lot of that, that 18.6 points. So I'm going to give him three and a half stars. Um, Russell Gage, if you need a wide receiver, you could do worse. The past couple of weeks, DK Metcalf, Lockett, Jamar Chase, Tiggins all had at least 60 yards while DK was the only wide receiver who didn't score a touchdown against the 49ers. Weirdly, but you know, whatever. Um, Gage is not on the level of those four per se, but I still like his chances. And you know what? I originally gave him three stars. So I'm going to bump it up to a three and three, three and three quarter stars. <clears throat> Frog. Frog in my throat. Um, Anyways, on to Kyle Pitts. He gets a, 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 I guess, three stars. Once again, his yardage and receptions are okay. That one touchdown yeah. on the season is kind of garbage. Uh, and this is the only positive, and I say this with all honesty, no jest whatsoever, is that Pitts has stayed has been healthy all season. Like I said, I don't mean that as a negative thing. What I do mean is that he's by being healthy, he's getting real NFL reps and should should be a good sign for next year. It's that he's just learning how the game is played in in the NFL. I mean, rookie tight ends historically, the, even some of the greatest ones don't do a lot in their first NFL season. Let's move on to the 49ers here. Jimmy G. Normally, I wouldn't be into Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'm going to give him three and a half stars here, and I, honestly, it's probably more like four stars. Um. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say four stars. If you're streaming quarterbacks, which I usually am into streaming quarterbacks, but I've been really nailing my quarterbacks in the draft or like early on in in free agency in in the past couple of seasons. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, if you are streaming quarterbacks, Jimmy G is is a guy that's potentially out there for your team, and you could do a lot worse than Garoppolo here in a great matchup. The Falcons are giving up the second most points to quarterbacks. He's also coming off an 18-point game uh, two weeks ago and a 20-point performance last week. And I think I'm going to go – I'm going to start him in Dynasty this week too. Oh, oh, sorry. I don't have to start him in Dynasty this week. I'm in first, and I have a first-round bye. Uh, but if I did, I, I, I would. Um, uh, moving on to Elijah, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Come on, buddy, man. Chris needs you. Uh, he needs yeah, you this apparently. Week. Well, you want, an, you want an update on, uh, on C, uh, uh, Alaire? Where no. is he? Where is he? Okay, fine. Not really. Um, 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, it sounds like he's truly questionable. That would be Elijah Mitchell, not not Ceh. Um, I'm not sure which ailment is holding him back. Uh, Chris thinks it's a concussion. I think it's the knee. Uh, we'll find out more here in a couple of days. But he was seen um, working off to the side on Wednesday. Um, so tune in to that Sunday, that Sunday morning stream. Have some coffee with Chris and I. Maybe you want to make that coffee a little Irish, or as Josh likes to do, make it a little Jamaican. That'd be with rum and <laughs> not, not, not whiskey. Um, sorry, the only whiskey I have is is like an expensive bottle. I'm not dumping that into a co- into coffee. So I make oh, it Jamaican. Irish. Um, <laughs> so I'm not. Um, if if Elijah Mitchell can't go this week, I'm not into any other Niners back. Uh, the two chances that Jeff Wilson has had this year to be like the quote pretty the guy, it. he yeah. really hasn't been the guy. So, and I know I'm doing air quotes a lot, but you know that's <laughs> kind of. Anyways, uh, Devo Samuel, Atlanta, uh, listen to this. Uh, Atlanta is giving up the ninth most points to running backs and the sixth most points to wide receivers. I believe that that means that they're giving up the seven, seven and a half ish points Points to Tebow because he's he's doing both. Last week in the meaningful carries, that was Debo Samuel. He's also getting catches, oh, for, too. Honestly, I heard Tebo for a second. I was like, did I miss a memo? No, no, Debo Samuel, man. <laughs> I know Debo. Yes, he is the man. Um, so I'm going to give him four and a quarter stars if Eli doesn't play. That'd be Eli Mitchell. And four stars right. if, uh, if Mitchell does play. On to Brandon Ayuk. Um, Brandon Ayuk yeah. has what? Just because a couple of carries, a couple of end arounds, a couple of gadget plays where he yep. gets the ball in his hand, and he's been phenomenal when he does. So, yeah, about a yep. quarter star they're, sounds They're just fair. trying to get the ball in Debo's hands yeah. as much as possible. Quarter star sounds fair to me. Yep, go ahead. Um, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk has double-digit points in four out of his last six games with a touchdown in three out of those four games. Um, he's been extremely hyperbolic this season, but you could do worse yeah. against Atlanta, who's bad. As I already mentioned, they've given up the six most points wide receivers. I say start Ayuk, but don't expect an 18-plus point game from him. He's more of a flex than, you know, you look at your lineup and consider him as a wide receiver one or two. So I'm going to give him three and, a, three and a quarter stars here. I really like him. Let's yep. move on to George Kittle. Kittle mm. smash! Five-star yeah, Kittle. Wow. He white hot. You start Kittle. You no start. You no sit Kittle. Do you think um, – so in the same game, on the other end, on the other side of the field, do you think Kyle Pitts is sitting there, like just sitting there taking notes? Like, okay, um, uh-huh, yep, jump jump, jump yes. there. Okay, catch. Jump and catch. Okay, cool. Um, uh, spin move. Not spin move. Okay, this is what I do. Honestly. Um, Honestly, I think he's run looking at through his defender, not not dodge. Run through defender. Okay, okay, I got, I got it, I got it, I got it. Boom. You know, Honestly, like he's just sitting there, like just lo- taking notes he's from one of the best footwork. in the game at the moment. I think he's looking at Kittle's footwork. I think he's looking how he blocks, because Kittle mm-hmm. makes an impact on the game in all aspects. And I know we're not, we don't care about that. We don't, we don't really touch on it much here in fan and amazing fantasy football analysis. But but it would true. help him for next year. It's just, it's true. Not just the footwork and blocking, but also route running and separation. And like, I had my doubts We're in the beginning of this. Getting yourself open by footwork. That's how, what, that's Devontae Adams' calling card is footwork. That's how he gets separation. He's yeah, not the fastest yeah. guy in there. He's got the, he's got the best footwork out of probably anyone yep. in the NFL. It's amazing. As far as, well, as far as pass catchers. So that it's one. amazing how much of a difference it makes. So, so again, footwork. Uh, both in run blocking and pass catching and in routes. I think 
I think Pitts is going to be just fine, big picture. But yeah, I think he's looking at what Kittle's done. I had my, I, I can't speak for both of us, but I had my doubts in this offseason about Kittle's health and big picture in a dynasty aspect. And I thought about moving him, come full circle to a redraft league. I think I dropped him earlier in the year and must That's have fine. spaced spaced it and not picked him up. And he's, wow, he's right back where he was, man. Who? Oh, you're talking about Kittle. I thought Kittle, you said yeah, Pitts. Kittle. No pits, yeah, I thought, Kittle. I dropped I Kittle. This morning you said pits. Yeah. I meant to say Kittle. Ah, whatever. Uh, Chris, one each, one match. One each left. Let's do it. Let's bring it home. The New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A penultimate uh, matchup. Yeah, yeah. So to speak, of yeah. week fifteen uh, at, at Amazing Fantasy Football. Go. Depends on what you think about the Saints, I suppose. But uh, Taysom Hill uh, has been uh, good the last two weeks. And this Bucks defense just got gouged by Josh Allen on the ground. Taysom is a low-end QB1 for me this week. Four stars. I don't like it, folks, but it is what it is. I think he can run on the Bucks a bit. On to Alvin Kamara. Uh, both these teams are elite run defenses. Tampa is third best in rushing yards and gives up the seventh fewest points to running backs. Kamara returned from a multi-week absence to rush for 120 yards and one touchdown versus the lowly Jets last week. Uh, the Bucks ain't the Jets, in case you're keeping score at home. Still, Kamara scored versus the Bucks back in Week Eight, so I think he can have some success in uh, versus his division rival. So I'm going to give four stars to Kamara here. That's all I've got for the Saints. I, I would say that's probably his ceiling too. No, that's fair, but I also don't think it's like a two and a half star thing either. Like I think he's going to have a nice day. It's just three and four, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's still an RB. I'm not saying that you should give him a three and a half. I'm just saying that he'll probably end up somewhere between a three and four star play this week. Yeah, yeah. There four you go. being his, his or four being his ceiling and three being his his floor. That's not bad. There you go. There you go. Against a really good defense, yeah. Okay, it is good defense, but I he's familiar with them too. On to the uh, Buccaneers. Vice versa. Exactly. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Brady is on fire lately, scoring twice through the air and once on the ground should, last week. Should he not stop drop and roll then? Well, perhaps, except, no, I think he wants to continue to be on fire so he can win another one. Actually, I want him to continue to be (laughs) on fire and and burn up and never exist ever again. I'm sorry, that's mean. I I don't mean He's not a phoenix, sir. (laughs) He is the quarterback two on the year. I just want to sell for myself. I don't want to share anymore. He is the quarterback two on the year and is the front runner for MVP as far as I'm concerned. Probably, He also threw four touchdowns when he met the Saints last time earlier in the year. Five stars for Tom Brady. On to the that running was, back. Leonard, how about uh, Marshawn Lattimore, though? Yeah, that's Just fine. I'm, I'm keeping my five stars. Fournette could, uh, could be bottled up versus a stout Saints run defense, and he hasn't practiced all week with an ankle injury. And to Thank add you. insult to injury, this is a Sunday night game. I would look elsewhere, because even if Fournette goes, the Saints are giving up the Saints. Are you going to trust Rojo instead? Yeah, Exactly. Uh, The Saints are giving up the second fewest fantasy points to backs and the sixth fewest rushing yards on the season. With Giovanni Giovanni Bernard on IR, uh, I'm going to bench Fournette. I'm going to bench Rojo. I'm going to bench them all. I'm just, I'm done. Well, I mean, Fournette goes, I mean, he's probably worth, might get a couple targets. are you saying it's the best week possible to have a bye week in Dynasty where I am actually number one in the league after being a two-win team last year? As a Leonard Fournette manager? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and a James Conner. Well, actually, no. You might want to be playing James and Conner. James Conner and James Conner and Debo. Yeah, you might. You might be. You might be SOL next week with Chase being. But if Chase, is I there. have. I have Chase as well. 
Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, playing both then, buddy. Have fun oh. with that. In a playoff match. Playoff matchup, you're going to play both running backs. Okay. No. I'm not yeah, you. No. I'm not exactly. you having uh, Ronnie Brown and... Um, Oh my god, that's uh, like god, Ricky 10, Williams. That's like a decade ago, dude. Jeez. Yeah, that's so rub it in your face. <laughs> anyway, on to the uh, pass catchers. Uh, fresh reminder: I'm benching, the, I'm benching the running options for the uh, Buccaneers for all intents and purposes because I don't think Fournette's going to play. Anyway, um, on to the pass catchers. Godwin has seen his target share grow in the absence of Antonio Brown. Both Godwin and Evans are top 10 wide receivers. Again, the Saints are middle of the road in terms of passing yards, but do give up the third most points to wide receivers. 4.5 stars for Godwin and 4 stars for Evans. Moving on to the tight end, Gronkowski. Gronk had quite uh, a quiet game last week, but still commanded 9 targets. He's Robert Gronkowski. True. Tight end suck. I'm giving Gronk 4.5 stars in what should be a yeah, heated matchup between a division rival. Yeah. And that's uh, the Saints at Bucks, sir. Okay. Our last matchup is the Green Bay Packers at the Baltimore Ravens. Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to give him five stars. The Baltimore secondary is decimated. Uh, Rodgers has scored 26 or more points in the last three mm-hmm. games. Coincidentally, I think that's when he also picked up his Tovid. Or his toe injury. So weirdly that, oh, my toe hurts, but it's all NFL narrative and it's all crap. Uh, five stars for Aaron Rodgers. That is not crap. That is the real deal. Uh, Devontae Adams, he also gets five stars because see okay. Baltimore secondary comment. Uh, that would be their, sure. their their corners and their safety if you're not versed in that. Uh, on to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Chris, I won the spelling bee. I spelled his name out just to see if I could do it, and I did it exactly right. So I On win. The first try? First try. Wow. Um, I like MVS this week. If he and Rodgers can connect on a deep pass or two, mm, touchdown. I'll uh, I'll give him three and a half stars. A fine flex play this week. Um, if you're down big after a big Thursday night game this week, um, if you we didn't cover that already, the Chiefs and the Chargers are playing. So uh, if you're down big, MVS, he's a, he's a good chance for a home run. Um, if you find yourself up big on a Thursday night game, Brandon Ayuk, a nice safety play, I think, this week. So, you know, I'm not like, I don't know. There's two schools of thought. If you're up big, why not swing for the fences and try and get up even bigger? Or you can play it safe with a safe player. Like, I think Ayuk's pretty safe this week, and MVS is more of the the gamble, like, sky's the limit, but also the the floor is nothing, you know? There is no floor. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to Aaron Jones. And actually, the the Packers running backs. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty about um, Aaron Jones last week due to his health, but he ended up scoring two touchdowns. He did that on only eight touches, though. Wow. Very efficient, but that was against the Bears' defense. The Ravens have a better run defense than the Bears, so let's... Uh, it's going to need a lot more work to be a lot more fantasy relevant this week, so I'm going to give him three and a half stars. Uh, let's move on to AJ Dillon here, who actually deserves worth mentioning. Aaron Jones was questionable too this week, probably due to his, the same injury that's been nagging him, but he played last week, so I have no fear that he's going to play this week. So let's move, like I said, let's let's circle back around to AJ Dillon once again. Uh, dude, Dillon has been playing well with Aaron, mm-hmm. like by spelling Aaron Jones and and also filling in for him. 
and Aaron Jones is mandated one injury per season. Watching Dylan, I, I, dude, I gotta say, man, I'm pretty impressed. And I've, I think I've said this in weeks past too, but I'm pretty impressed from what I've seen out of AJ Dylan this sure. year compared to last year. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there was that one game. What was it in week like 15 last year where Dylan smashed whoever they were playing? Like he but got an like, opportunity because of injury or whatnot, and because yeah, Aaron no, Jones well, yeah. missed the game. But other but, than that, I mean, it was like, far and few between. Yeah, for sure. And even then, when he did play, it was just like, oh, run into the wall, whatever. Like, I know the guy's he's a he's more of a thumper, but he can also catch the ball. He has shown that this season. He's not the natural pass catcher that Aaron Jones is, but he can catch when asked to do so. He's kind of a he's a more of a thumper than Jonathan Taylor is. Let's put it that way. Bigger, more of a you know power back than Taylor is for sure. But think, sure. but think of them as, as as similar kind of guys. So I'm going to give AJ Dillon three stars here. I, I'm assuming that his workload is not going to go away because he he's just he is like I think of him as kind of a Jamal Williams, only a different style of player. Let's put it that way. Aaron, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones were kind of one and the same, whereas AJ Dillon is big power dude. I mean, they call him Quadzilla or the Quadfather because he is enormous. Yeah, huge legs. Huge. Yeah, legs. dude. And anyways, let's huge move on to the Raven yeah. side of the ball here. Um, Lamar Jackson, he's questionable with an ankle. Uh, offense coordinator Greg Roman said, I think that I could go down to the wire when speaking of Lamar's injury, like I said, this is an ankle. He missed two straight practices so far this week and is still considered day-to-day. Ah, uh, man, this is this is the... this Is this not the Sunday night game? Do you have the Sunday night game? No, I think I had the Sunday night game with the... Uh... Uh, look that up real quick. Uh, Devonta will, Freeman. Well, Freeman has had some flashes of competency. I'm not in love with him here. The Packers are giving up the 11 fewest points to running backs. And if Lamar doesn't play, then it, it in this one, then the defense won't have to worry about um, playing on its heels with the quarterback running and everything with uh, uh, Brent Huntley or Ryan Hunt- Hentley. Uh, it's something like, I can't remember the, the quarterback's name, and I'm not going to look it up. I didn't bother to because I don't care. Um, Marquise Brown, uh, he has uh, devolved from, from Hollywood down to Marquise Brown again. He missed the last couple of practices. It's hard to say if he'll, uh, he does have an illness. So it's hard to say if he'll be ready as recording this, but illness is better than, you know, hamstring or ankle. Illness high is better than sprain. hamstring or knee injury or COVID. For yeah, yeah. Sakes, it seems um, as Lamar's level of play has cooled down, so has, uh, so has Brown. Even if he does play, I don't like it that much. So I'm going to give him two and a half stars. I mean, he's going to have to go up against, like, probably um, Jair Alexander. In this one, assuming Alexander does play. He's been playing, so he'll probably play again this week. Uh, Chris, I got to give you some big props for last week on Mark Andrews. You said that he was one of the guys that could uh, usurp Travis Kelsey as far as far as like tied in one on the week or whatever. For the week, sure. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, Andrews went ultra instinct last week, man. He caught 11 of his uh, – he caught all 11 of his targets for 115 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh He's he's also been quarterback proof too. So when Huntley or Hendley or whatever his name is comes into play, it doesn't really affect Andrews all that much. So regardless of who starts for the Ravens this week, I have confidence in Andrews. I'm going to give him four and a half stars only because backup quarterback usually kind of bump him down a little bit. Um, Chris, do you get the ultra instinct reference? I did from what man man manimal manimal. I don't know Andrews. Ultra instinct. Nope. No. Apparently not. 
Nope, that's a that's a Dragon Ball Z slash GT reference. Oh. Like their like most newest film where there was there was some big tournament and like Goku evolved to this. He powered up past like Super Saiyan to Ultra Instinct, and his hair turned like like a There's glowing just, like the, blue and just, just went bonkers. Still more powering up, isn't there? Just yep, more and still more. more powering ah, up. Ah, I'm still freaking out. Yep. That's the that's the show, folks. I mean, hey, yep. I was a fan at one point, but hey, it's not that great. Anyway, I, apparently they they no. I went much older school. Like, I went. I, has I went Manimal. Through. I went Manimal. What? You don't remember Manimal, do you? Not. Nah. It was a show not back old. when shows were a thing, and it was like a guy who like, what did he do? He had like the instincts of an animal, or did he change an animal? I don't remember. I'm gonna have to look it up after the show. Point is, the guy's name is Mandrys, and I thought that's where you're going, but nope. yeah. DBZ. Ultra Instinct, Dragon Ball. There you go. Like a, it's like a white blue that hair, like his hair turns. Like, why does his hair turn? Anyways, yeah. Does, does and he DBZ saves the count, universe? Does DBZ blah, blah, count blah, blah, as anime? And... Does DBZ count as anime? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's totally anime. Oh, it, it is one hundred percent through and through. Anime, I think it's dude. one of some of the worst anime I've ever seen. It's not that good. It's exactly anime. I know it's anime. I'm just saying it's not good anime. I don't know if a lot of anime is all that good. I don't know anime that well, so I'm sure there's people out there either. that are wanting to kill. Uh, there's got to be better, but saying. like it's it's a very there's typical like it's a very typical like superhero. Um, I'm doing this a lot. Actually, this what is actually, going on with this? Yeah, you should tie your hands by your waist. <laughs> I, you probably <laughs> they're aliens. Should. They're aliens, not superheroes. Last time I checked, sir. But like Goku is supposed to be like the Superman's Japanese an alien, Superman. and he's a superhero, so that counts. I'm just saying they're aliens. That's what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be the Japanese Superman, more or less. Is that Goku nothing is. is going to beat him because he is the ultimate hero? Yeah. Still powering. What he is? Seriously, it's what he is. I know. It just it gets old, quick. And so does Superman. Exactly. That's why Spider Man is the best. Rewatched. Into the Spider-Verse the other day. Still maybe the best Spider-Man film ever. Albeit animated. I haven't seen Spider-Man 2 in a while. So. Oh. And it's been even. Point. Hey you're preaching a choir and, there and, sir. And, and you know honestly. I don't know I, man. That. that, that, that I cry uh, every time. That, I, that I, Venom I, in, in Spider-Man 3. It's pretty good. I liked it. With Sandman. And, and, and Green Goblin 2. Oh yeah, that's a good pretty, that's a good flick right there, man. I'm pretty sure he's being sarcastic, folks. You like? Oh, it's a great one. Like you get to see Toby? Dark Peter Parker. He does a little dance in the cafe oh, to make Mary he's, Jane he's, jealous. He's such a troll. He's been bull, bully. What are you talking bull, about? That's a great movie. I love that movie. Bully Toby, bully, bully McGuire. It's like it's like it's like this ongoing. Meme. He's got his hair kind of yeah. swooped over, like all like. Well, we know it. We know all about it, sir. We know. It all is like about a hair flick too in it. Oh man. Everything that I want in a movie. movie. It's probably the worst Spider-Man movie ever. All right, and whatever. I and I love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, which is why, ironically... Have you the seen movie... the Andrew Garfield ones? I like the yeah, first one. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what? Are you saying they're better? No, Spider-Man 3 is better than... It's the best one outside of... No, no. Spider-Man 2... Spider-Man good. It is really good. It's <laughs> so good, man. Every time I watch it, I'm so... I just have such enjoyment. It's just it's that it's that good, folks. Just watch it. And there's a new one coming out in case you haven't heard. I'm a what, big really? Spider Gwen fan. Yeah, there's a new one coming out. Not just the Spider Man Marvel MCU 
Not the Tom Holland Spider-Man, but the... Yeah, that's brand new, like, just a day or two ago. But I'm talking about, there's, like, it might be January, but there's a new Into the Spider-Verse coming out, and it looks great. Miles looks a little more mature, and I'm excited. He looks awesome, dude. I really don't like Miles Morales, but that's okay. What? I love him in Into the Spider-Verse. That's You're the comic guy No, he's guy good in that, but I. just the whole concept, he is not my Spider-Man at all. I am... Yeah. Again, I am, preaching the I am choir. hard on to into team Peter Parker. Like, yep, me too, me too, me too, dude. Saying, I, I like like this I whole Miles Morales him- thing, and I haven't read the comics, so maybe I need to just oh. kind of slow my roll a little bit. Okay. But okay. I am like, I am so hard into Peter Parker. Like, I have read probably at least. So we're up to we're getting close to like nine hundred issues of Amazing Spider Man now. Yeah, we're in. I think really we're in like series. I think we're in like eight fifty ish range. Um, and you've read a lot. of I bet them. I've read at least half of them. And wow. so Peter Parker is definitely my Spider Man. Hey, me too. Man. Like that's, that's and, I, and I've read and I've read like the like at least the first fifty issues, if not the first hundred. So like I am hard from like very beginning to like through and and then periodically throughout. Not it has uh, absolutely nothing to do with the name of the show. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> We are both huge Peter Parker fans. We are both huge Spider-Man fans. Josh you is know, clearly you know who more my the favorite Spider-Man is. Am, you know who I'm my favorite Spider-Man is actually Ben Riley. Ben Riley is my favorite Spider-Man. Oh, you're talking about see, you're talking about some crazy like multiverse like... Bone Saga BS. Yeah, <laughs> you're like you no, read over my head. That is a troll, <laughs> and it's Literally. a bad troll at that. I can't even keep a straight face with it. Oh, okay. Chris, let's wrap it up, man. There's enough let's Spider-Man talk. Let's wrap up this show. Um, Chris, I believe we've been amazing fantasy football. You have been the Spock to my Captain Kirk in this one. Thank you very much. Um, both of them captains of the Enterprise at, briefly at one point. Um, simultaneously, actually. Uh, yeah, not that I've unheard and know that at all. You're um, so just like I right just like I totally knew that Jalen Waddle was out this week. <laughs> we are amazing fantasy football. Please tune in to our Sunday morning stream. It's it's usually a lot of fun. Um, just some general jocularity coffee with the both of us. Um, I actually haven't missed a week in a while, but I'm not planning on missing this week good. either. You've been good. You've been good. I, I, I had to take some, some time. You were out of town. So whatever. Um, exactly. but, uh, there you can get some last minute lineup question, um, uh, questions in with, for the two of us get some, I mean, if anything, we're just validating the decision you've already made, or maybe Fair. you just want like Fair. some legit opinion, you know? Uh, you can also hear the last minute injury news. Like we we sit there and refresh websites and all that um, up mm-hmm. until we decide to stop streaming. streaming. You can check that out on YouTube, probably where you're watching this video. Um, if you are watching this, or if you are watching this video, you can always check it out in podcast format, and you can do that pretty much wherever you get a podcast. Um, if you are doing it in a place where you can rate and review podcasts, please do so and give us a, if Absolutely. you give us a negative rating, leave us some constructive criticism. If you are giving us a positive rating, we thank you and we love you for it until next time, which would be the Sunday morning stream, um, which we will also post something about next week. Cause it's Christmassy season. Usually we record we on Thursdays, interu- which happens to be Festivus next week. So are we going to have an well, interruption of service? <laughs> Uh, well, we'll talk about that here briefly. Probably not. I'm saying no. We'll talk about it Sunday morning. I mean, we're we'll, we're in the playoffs, we'll man. Next week is like like finals I for know. some leagues. So yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll be until next time, town. everyone. Let's put it that way. Adios.